The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the January 27th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. <sighs> Getting ready to break down deep breath. Some some sad news in the NBA. No way, no way around it. With me to do so is Matt Strope. What's up, man? What's going on, Mike? Sad, man. Very Anything? Sad. Yeah. Very, very yeah. sad. Just uh, really can't put, put it into words how sad it is, man. Just, Bummer. Yeah. So Demarcus Cousins. We're just gonna get into it. No, no jokes. Uh, and Demarcus Cousins ruptured his Achilles last night. You saw it last night. You knew it was bad. Um, again, he did the old telltale sign where it looked like he got kicked in his leg and didn't put weight on it. And yeah, it's it's bad. So he's out well, for the season. It's gonna be probably closer to doubtful to start next season for really a couple factors. He's just a, a monster of a human being. We haven't seen anybody this big get hurt for since Elton Brand and his career got killed from this Achilles. It's later 2018, but just we won't spend too much time on DeMarcus. Um but how do you feel about him like going into the off season with a free agency coming up? He's still a max. Do you think he'll resemble the player he's been, which is just prime 27-year-old arguably best big man in the NBA? I I think so. I mean, he's 27, like you said. I don't know. I, I tend to err on the side of optimistic on this. It's not like, I mean, he's he's definitely athletic, but it's not like his game is is based on him being an athletic freak. It's a lot of skill, and you know, he's developed that outside shot. So I don't know. I, I could see him coming back and really looking a lot like himself. That, that's you know, he's he's kind of got he's kind of got more of an old school game. It's not like he's he's skying over people, dunking blowing by people off the dribble you know his passing's gone up too man yeah he's, he's, a, he's a skilled he's a skilled big and that's not going to go away just because he hurt his achilles yeah so and like brand was brand was kind of skilled like comparing him he had a lot of post moves he was one of the best post players in the early 2000s and um you'll have to remind me how old brand was when that injury happened. he was kind of he was kind of the same age i want to say maybe like he wasn't that old let me look that up um, anything, anything else? Um, while I'm doing that, do you yeah. While you're doing it? that, I actually just have an announcement that because last week, um, after the show, we got called out on Twitter for using the phrase "for sure." We use the phrase "for sure" too much on the show, apparently last week. So, um, I think you and I have both agreed we're gonna try not to use it once on this show. If anyone uses it, they'll get buzzed. We're gonna maybe. I think our our placement is. Most definitely, is that we decided? Yes, we decided most definitely will be the replacement. So and we, anytime we hit, we will we will drop the the FS and we substituted. Most yeah. definitely, there will be no FS on this <laughs> on this podcast. Um, Elton Brand was twenty eight. I'm learning because I go. did some yep. googling while I was talking there. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look up in Brand. Let's look at Brand's numbers. After yeah, that. I got it right here. So in his last two full seasons, he went twenty five and ten. 
two and a half blocks, two two and a half steals. I'm sorry, one point oh steals, two point six assists, fifty three percent from the field, seventy percent. Like he was, he was a monster. He's a monster. He First a round monster, player for sure. I was. I remember drafting him, and I was like, oh, I want Elton Brand. I've, and by I, the I've way, I always wanted to draft that early, early, bigs early. In today's NBA, he would have been hitting threes too. If Absolutely. Elton Brand was playing today, he would have been canning threes. Absolutely, so. he he was phenomenal, fifteen feet in, but he had it if he needed it. Um, yeah, he, so well, he, he make it? Did he, he make a single three in his entire career? It says zero point zero. Oh wow! Uh, I'm looking totals. He did. He made two out of twenty one. Yeah, yeah, nice. But he was yeah. He had, he had a jumper. But anyways, yeah, uh, it's, he was serviceable as a fantasy player after that. But point taken, he he did fall off. He was not the same production wise, um, but I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think we're going to see that kind of fall with Boogie. I don't yeah. have any basis to that except that I I just I don't know. I, I think he comes back from this and and uh, yeah, like again, you know, the medical procedures have improved since yeah. Elton Brand hurt his. That was ten years ago. Yeah, and yeah, fifteen and eight was basically his next best season. Played eighty one games that year. Um, two years removed from that injury. Um, yeah, I guess the counterpoint would be look at Rudy Gay. Like Rudy Gay blew, has blown me away with how fast he's come back. Granted, he's been hurt a little bit now, um, not the same injury for what it's worth. But yeah, it's not. I mean, Jennings also is kind of I mean, pretty much everyone has been really cut. But this is the worst injury for a basketball player, I would say. Other than like, I mean, you could say it's worse than Paul George's or Gordon Hayward's. Man, I mean, look at Paul George. Paul George is playing fine, so. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's a hit, man. Like, there's no way around it. It's just I don't. To your point again, I, th- I think he can come back okay. I don't think he's gonna again missing one of his prime years is rough. Like, we, I don't just to not sugarcoat it. This season was gonna probably be his best. Like, this is the the last of the best of boogie we're gonna see. Not to be super downer. Yeah, I mean the big the big downer is that you lost him from your fantasy team this <sighs> year because if you have him. On your team, I have him on one in one of my main leagues. I'm dominating that league. Yeah. I have I have some other good players too. Go ahead. But... You were telling me who you have. Your team's stupid good. It's ten team. Oh but... yeah, yeah. It's my ten team hometown league. I I have Curry, Butler, Cousins, Draymond Green, a couple other guys. Jeez. Yeah, you I still have Butler. two mega studs. Three mega I stole studs. Butler early on when when he was struggling. You know, well before he he took off. Do you remember um, what you gave up by chance? I traded Beal for him. Oh, that's actually not. That's actually pretty fair. At the time, Beal's numbers were way better, way better. Well, no, Beal's so, numbers are awesome right now. Yeah, like Beal. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about Beal the other day. Beal looks freaking awesome. I think Beal's like top yeah. twelve. Where Butler, healthy Butler, we were saying is probably like six or seven. Yeah, Beal's been fifteenth the last month. Um, I, I mentioned that in round balls two yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, the big question is, what do you do? Obviously, right? If you have Boogie on your team because it's tricky. It's not like you're going to just pick up Dante Cunningham and suddenly he's going to help your team. And yeah, Boogie is, we call him the big man Westbrook. He is just a force in filling a stat sheet. So that that's going to, your team is going to feel that, you know. Your like, team is going to feel it. And yeah. if there, there, there's really, it's hard to say there's a silver lining to this, but I can tell you there is a small one, which is that Boogie has been destroying you in both percentages and turnovers yeah. lately. If you're in That's a nine-category league, That's what so there saying. is there's a tiny bit of addition by subtraction, a tiny bit. Yeah. So you pretty much, if your league's competitive and you're in a nine-cat league, you really gotta I just crunch your numbers and figure out how you can win. Um, you know, if if your team is 
good ever if, if you were punting in percentages you're in trouble um you're in big big trouble so i'm not sure what you i don't even know what you could do there off the top of my head but if your team is kind of hanging in there for percentages every week even with boogie there and you're dominating the counting stats you may just have to flip flip it um and yeah. rebuild your team with more defense with better percentages lower turnovers and try to win those five yeah and even three yeah. pointers too like pick up darius miller we'll talk about him in a second and try to win that category too. Like three pointers, if you really try to win it, um, you could really do it. And especially if the guys can make uh, free throws. I'm sorry, field goals like uh, Darius has been doing. Yeah, and and he he won't come cheap, but maybe try to trade for Drew Holiday because yeah. he's already he's already playing very well. But he could he could be pushing for first round kind of numbers now. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about players that are kind of headed for an increase. And let's talk to Holiday since you mentioned him first. He has one of the biggest usage rate differentials with Boogie on and off the court, as you kind of would expect. So on the court with both, this is both Davis and Cousins, um, and he played almost most of his minutes there. That was 24 minutes a game, um, 18.8. So he only played seven minutes per game with AD and no Cousins, and that's not talking about like how many games he played, so keep that in mind. Um. Take take a guess. So eighteen point eight with them both. Guess how much with AD and just Cousins? It's ridiculously uh, high. Hit me with it. Twenty nine point four. Wow. Yeah. Um, and really no drop in efficiency at sixty two point nine. True shooting. Uh, his uh, his rebounding numbers are up. It's just like all, everything is just up. It goes from a twenty three point one assist percentage on the um, off boogie split, and then. It's nineteen point two, so that's yeah. It's just like he he just gained like a pretty much a round of value. I would say he went from being you had him pretty high. You had him like early late second, right? Yeah, yeah. So he probably went from like I mean most people probably have him like third, mid third. I think he's like mid second now. Like he's, yeah, he's gonna beast. Well, and I know people are worried about me and that fantasy team that lost Cousins. I just want everyone to know I also have Drew Holiday. Uh-oh. So so you know. I don't be too upset on my behalf. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. You said you had like a 75 winning percentage or something. Uh, I think I'm 80 and 42. Yeah, it's pretty close. That's insane, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, so. But, yeah, and so uh, I don't know if you're done with Holiday, but I was going to say yeah, another guy. Else to say. Let's talk. Let's another get Davis guy. really quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Davis, again, just a monster. Uh, I tweeted it last night, but just his usage splits are, are like. It's like seven percent. Uh, before I pull the numbers up, what what do you think about Davis um, overall value gain loss? Well, I already had him, as you know. I had put him at the top of my top twenty five. I had put him first overall last week. So he's already balling. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what more can he do? <laughs> so you think? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I think, man. Like, how much better can he be? Yeah, uh, it's not like he's going to start averaging forty a game for a prolonged stretch. Yeah, he's, well, his- he's already putting up in January. Let's see here. In January, he's at, I mean, he's at twenty eight point five points per game. I guess he could creep into the low thirties, but it's not like things are going to go up that much. Yeah, you look at. Do you have the, want to rattle off the rest of his January numbers if you have it? I do. Twenty eight and a half points, eleven rebounds, two point seven assists, one point four steals, two point one blocks, zero point four threes. Great percentages, one and a half turnovers. Yep. Monstrous. So that is pretty close because he's been so so hot. 
So that's pretty close to what his per 36 minutes are. 29, 14 boards. There's a bump there, obviously, with Boogie dominating on the glass. 4.3 dimes is a noticeable bump. 2.6 blocks, somewhat of a noticeable bump. 1.5 steals, 0.83s. 33.3 usage rate and t- versus a 25.2 with Cousins. So, like we were saying, he I don't I almost think he's almost kind of a very small loser. Yeah, because rebounds though rebounds though is a good point that that could go up easily. Right, short term he's a, a winner, but the Pelicans like potentially falling out of the playoffs and like I, I just feel like more things could go wrong here, especially if they're gonna feed him more. You know, like I, I just feel like his risk. His upside went up, no doubt, but his risk went up a lot, I think. Like more yeah, than ultimately, more than pro- I think Davis' risk are bad. Probably a wash, ultimately. Yeah, I think that's about right. Like if you had A D, you have for the same reasons you had him high, or the same reasons you would have him low. Like they're just kind of magnified a little bit. Yeah. So kinda is what it is. Okay, so I mean that's kind of it for like the studs. The rest of these guys are basically like pickup. I guess Rondo's also a beneficiary. Rondo, and Etwan Moore has been quiet lately, but we could see that change. Yeah, I think he's a pickup as well, um, who can also benefit. But I think the one pickup, and I kind of ran to pick this guy up last night in most of my deep leagues. That was Darius Miller. If you look, okay, at the, yeah, if you look at the on-off splits um, with Davis on, he's number two for minutes per game. So he was kind of filling those minutes. We've seen him play some stretch four. They obviously want space to four when Davis is out there. And with, I mean, a lot of their guys, like with Rondo out there, he can't shoot either. So they want another shooter out there. He's actually been ridiculously good, um, Miller, with his time with AD. Uh, 77.1 true shooting, 15 usage rate. That's pretty, it's outstanding, actually, for what role he has. So, um, yeah, I buy that as in a deeper league. I will also say, and I, when I did a Twitter search before the podcast to see if other people are talking about this, it just makes too much sense for them to sign Terrence Jones. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, we're, definitely we're speculating, possible. but yeah, that that to me is the home run pickup. If if there's a best case scenario out of this, it's them signing Terrence Jones and you get him off free agency because he's the best upside fantasy player that could creep into that spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's been doing some damage in the G League, so that's if I mean how how deep we talking here. Well, I mean, it, it really depends on like if you're the only one who listens to who's like hardcore. But that's that can't be. Like if you're playing a twenty team league, your league's pretty hardcore regardless. If you have a bench spot, I I don't know. I don't think it's crazy to pick up Terrence Jones anywhere. It's totally speculative, but it makes too much sense for them to sign him. And if they do sign him, he could be putting up big numbers. He's, so, we, he's a, so we talked about stashes, and this depends obviously on what your league is. Like if you if you're chilling in first or second and you're deep, I actually think that's a great idea. But if you need somebody who's gonna do a little bit of something how would you feel? So basically, I think the main bigs we've been talking about stashing have been Deontay Davis, Bully Hernan Gomez. Um, those are probably the big two names that we've been talking about. Anybody? I guess Okafor, I guess. And also, well, Greg Monroe is kind of a winner here, too. I also, Greg Monroe getting traded to New Orleans makes a ton of sense as well. Um, Monroe, and it's funny, I'm looking at a, like a New Orleans, just a tweet from a New Orleans guy, a New Orleans mm-hmm. TV guy, but um, he mentioned... You mentioned Hernan Gomez as a possibility. Ilias Sova is a possible trade target. Yep. Um, Lopez, Robin Lopez, Monroe, and Terry Deadman Jones. as well would work too. Yeah, yeah. Which would be great if you if you have Deadman. You basically any big you have, you want him going to New Orleans right now. 
Pretty much. Like that's that yeah. just opened up such a huge, huge, huge hole, and they need they they have nobody there right now besides yeah. AD, and I, this, they have no problem starting AD at the five. We know this, so it's gonna be Our, it's gonna be the wings benefiting. I think. As for the guy who's there now, which we haven't really talked about much, what are your thoughts? Is there any league where you would pick up Dante no. Cunningham? I'd rather own Terrence yeah. Jones easily. Like it's not even like if I'm thinking if I'm sitting there thinking about Dante Cunningham. That means yeah. I need. That means I need help now. I'll find someone better. Like I don't care. It's not. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, <laughs> look at the games where Dante Cunningham has played a lot of minutes this year and last year, et cetera. He just doesn't put up big numbers. Yeah, he is. That's what he is. He's just a minute filler in Man. a twenty-team league. Yes. Yeah, but, but like he, like I said, if he's still out there right now, then I could. I'm pretty sure I'd rather just roll the dice than somebody else. Yeah. Um, just to me pull up his per 36 with Cousins off. Um, yeah, it's pretty ugly, dude. <laughs> so with AD on and Boogie off, 8 points, 6.4 boards, like barely any defense, 1.33s on 41% from the field and 58.3% from the line. Yeah, there's like, nothing to get excited about there. Yeah, man. So... Like pick up, like if that, at that point I'm probably leaves you picking up Cunningham like Gerald Martin's probably still out there I'd much rather own him who played he played well last night too so most definitely nice <laughs> I like the in- emphasis on the most definitely I haven't really I hope I didn't drop any FSs I'm a little scared I might yeah, have I I've been trying to pay attention so locked in on this boogie thing most definitely. Um, anybody else that you could think of boogie pickup wise? Like you mentioned, each one more. If he was maybe dropped in the past couple days, definitely would pick him up. What do you think about like? Because they're going to run a lot of three guards. So like even like Jameer Nelson or Ian Clark. I mean, they're going to have to get real creative with who they can get to fill minutes. Yeah, I mean, I guess Jameer Nelson in a deeper league. Yeah, and also got to mention Check Diallo. Uh huh. Who has only played 35 minutes on the season with AD on and Boogie off, and it's again super super duper small sample, but it's kind of nice. 16 points, 9.4 boards, no defense at all, 70% from the field um, for basically 16 points. So whatever the math is on that, um, but yeah, I mean I don't hate it. Like that's like Terrence Jones, man. So would you rather pick up TJ or Diallo? Terrence Jones. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Again, it's total. It's a total lottery ticket move. It's yeah. just Terrence Jones is a, is a steals blocks guy um, when he's when he's playing, and it, there's certainly a chance they they sign him. It, yep. Again, it makes too much sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, we'll see if they go for. They're in such a crossroads, man. Like this whole franchise, are they gonna? Because they had, I think it was an 89 percent chance to make the playoffs before last night. Now it's. What fifty? If that, I have a breaking news. Breaking news bulletin. I just <laughs> picked up Terrence Jones in the deep te- in the oh. deep league that we're in together. At, while we're here, that just happened. Jonas is going to be mad at you, so, boy. Just an update. Jonas is going to send you some hate tweets. Oh, I like it. Who'd you drop? I dropped uh, Andre Roberson, who's just okay. been on the yeah. team all year. Yeah, for sure. And you're chilling. You're in first or second. I'm in second. I took a took a tough loss last week. Yeah. Turner and Vooch. Turner, Turner and Vooch took a tough loss. We're waiting for Vooch to come back. That's yes. that's a big. Didn't you with somebody else too? Uh, well, Butler's been hurt. Yes, that's who it is. Okay. Yeah. My team's coming, man. Coming for you. I've, I've who, had, yeah. I've had. I've been finally healthy this year, except for Rodney Hood. Oh yeah. 
There you are in fourth place. I see you, 72 I'm and 54. I'm going to be pretty close to three. third after this week, I think. I'm going to win probably 8-1 or 7-2, and I play uh, oh another top team next week, and I'm pretty healthy too. So, Pretty exciting times, man. Um, exciting times. What else do... I think we kind of covered this thing. I think so. I think so. So, actually, I was looking. I want to mention this quick because I didn't write it down. I do want to talk to Rain Prince. Really kind of played well yesterday. Got benched two games ago, 13 minutes. Wasn't, quote, playing smarter than he should have. And I thought he looked great. Got in passing lanes, took great shots. He made a couple, like kind of like what LeBron was saying. He was kind of making passes that weren't there, so that was bad. I didn't like to see that. But if you have Tareem Prince, you're pretty encouraged. Just I, I still think he's a, a must-hold. Yeah. Boy. Boy, had he been bad, though. Six, so point, bad. six points per game in his previous six games. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, if he was dropped, I would pick him up. I think, I'd pick him up for like Cunningham or any of those guys. But I know, I know. Him and Avery Bradley are kind of the two guys that I'm just like sick. I'm almost done with Bradley. He's been terrible, dude. Yeah, but Prince is kind of a reminder that on some of these terrible teams, things can really change as the season goes on. And Prince is another guy who could just be lighting it up late in the season. Yeah, like Bradley's not going to just get increased usage. It's just not going to happen where we think Prince certainly is going to. Uh, Okay, so the other kind of big news before that I thought was Booker. Um, We talked about this in the pod for months now (laughs) to start Devin Booker at the point, and they finally did it. And it was bad. They got whooped in the first quarter. They got whooped in the third quarter. They did not play defense. Shreya on the side of the defense. He's going to watch tape today. So, easy breakdown. You drop Ulis. I would probably drop Cannon either way. I think that Daniels is a decent pickup. I think kind of the sneakier pickup is going to be Josh Jackson, um, who's played really well. And I looked up his shots. He's taken 52% of his shots in the paint. He's made them. Um, he's making top of the break threes. He's getting open. He's cutting better, which I've mentioned a couple times. So I think that's the pickup I want to make more so than Daniels. Like if Daniels is, if you're picking up Daniels, I'd rather pick up like Darius Miller or obviously Wayne Ellington or somebody like that. I just don't really see much upside beyond threes for him. Yeah. I'd like to see more defensive stats from Josh Jackson, but he is averaging about 15 points per game in his last nine. So Definitely heading in the right direction to some extent. I think it's in there. I think he has the potential to be a one, 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 and one guy. No, I know. I agree. I, I, I that's why I think it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Like, so he, is he? Would you rather have him, Darius Miller, Terrence Jones? All these names we're talking about. Depends. Obviously, it depends pro- on need, but stuff that they're so different. Yeah. It's it's probably depends on where, your situation. I would put Josh Jackson ahead of Darius Miller. And probably ahead of Terrence Jones too. Yeah. In a best case players. scenario, in a best case scenario, Terrence Jones is easily the most valuable of those three. But again, we're kind of taking a leap here and picking up Terrence Jones. It's a very preemptive move. Yeah. But in a competitive league, it's one you might need to make. Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely, I agree, man. Like if we're ranking players right now, it, it basically depends. I think if I'm if I'm playing against you and Jonas and like other Terrence Jones lovers, I would probably bump him higher than Jackson just because I know that we always talk about supply and demand in this podcast. And like yeah. for that particular league, and as you just illustrated, Terrence, yeah, I cannot, I can't. Jonas, when he sees that man, he's gonna be so <laughs> mad. Like he's probably gonna punch his desk or something. I don't, I don't, I don't Jonas seems like well, a pretty calm guy, but like you ruined, like, you just ruined his day. You know that, he should right? well. He should have done it. He should have <laughs> done true. it. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Been like over twelve hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So 
That's kind of. I was. I was waiting for someone to do that. He's owned in zero percent of ESPN leagues. Yeah. I'm about to check Yahoo. Gotta be. Well, gotta be pretty close to zero. No, I, I don't be think fir- so. I want to be the first in the nation to pick him up in all leagues. I don't think so. I think that he's probably owned zero. Zero percent in Yahoo. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean zero leagues. Yeah, but. I'm gonna. Ch- I'll check that in a second. Well, before we talk about next topic. Uh, I mean, so that's kind of it. Like TJ Warren's fine. Uh, also, Tyson Chandler didn't play he was ill they have a two-game road trip coming up don't be surprised if he sits Dragon Bender just massively flamed out I haven't seen a guy whiff on that kind of opportunities <laughs> I, I, I wish I could complete this line but I really can't he just totally missed he, it man yeah it's like Roy Munson yeah <laughs> got had Munson. the world, in the, had the world <laughs> in the palm of his hand um yeah well I was gonna say I was saying to you off mic before we started that I'm a little worried about Booker yeah, just because he's in he's in kind of dangerous territory, right on the verge of being a problem in field goal percentage and turnovers. His shooting has been bad the last three games. He is eleven for forty two. That's not good. That's twenty six percent. So and and nearly four turnovers a game. It's just you know he's he's creeping into dangerous territory. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it kind of is what it is. He's going to go through cold spells. We know this, but I'm, yeah. still, real, I'm still pretty encouraged, man. He's just got to be, he's, in a nine-category league, he's just got to be paired with the right players. That's all. Yeah. Yep. That's all. And I don't, he doesn't, I don't see him gaining value here. Like, he was already pretty much being kind of the 25, 5, and 5 kind of a guy. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned he's 40.1% on the month. I want to see what his shot chart looks like really fast, where he's been getting killed. Uh, yeah, he's been bad in the paint actually, and the the overall volume's down there. Taking a lot of mid range shots lately. He's actually been decent on threes, so um, it's pretty much chalk it up to shot selection. So yeah. that's something he could fix. Like he's getting pretty, he's been a lot better at getting into the lane when he's kind of in killer Booker, TD Garden kind of mode when he's ready to go for seventy. So yeah, I, I'm uh, he can I think it's fixable. So I'm I still have my hopes. Definitely, he could just be. He could be ruining your team if you have an otherwise really good shooting team. It's just something to keep an eye on. What's the balance of your team? That's all I'm saying. So other kind of noteworthy stuff from last night was in Milwaukee. We saw Giannis return, and Malcolm Brogdon has a sore calf. Um, they had a, a few games off. The last game they played was on a Monday, and he had a career high in that game, 32. So Brogdon, I mean, Giannis is Giannis. We've said this a million times. He's probably going to sit a couple more games with this knee soreness thing. Obviously, looked phenomenal with his 41 last night, so you're encouraged there. But that's kind of is what it is, unless you want to add something. No, I mean, it's just good to see his defensive stats uh, trending back up. That's two blocks in three straight games he's played. Two steals, two blocks in his last two games he's played. So hopefully this is the start of a run like what we saw early in the season. Yeah. And then Malcolm Brogdon being out, they said they've been monitoring it for a while, which is kind of a vague statement. So we don't know if a while means since Monday or if it means before Monday. My gut kind of tells me before Monday. Like, yeah, I'm I'm eager to see him again. To yeah, be honest with you. yeah. It's it's exciting to see a guy uh, go off like that right after a coaching change because it signals that maybe maybe something has flipped and he's about to go on a run. Yeah, pick I mean, up. He's been really. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I wrote about this in Round Balls, too. He's been really solid all season, but pretty boring. Brogdon. Yeah, that's um, it's kind of like, we like that. Like, that was Kawhi, three or four years before Kawhi was a superstar. Otto Porter, Jason Tatum. Like, we like those kinds of players in fantasy. 
Right, but it's it's intriguing that he busted out that career high because it signals that hey, maybe there's a little bit of upside here that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And for pickups wise, I mean, I'd, I'd rather pick up these guys who may. I'd probably rather pick up Terrence Jones over Tony Snell. Um, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like, there's not Snell's really a universe not. where I'm picking up Tony Snell. None. I don't think so. Fifty team league in fifty team league. This... I mean, he's already he's he's was drafted in the thirty team league. So, uh, Steve, Doctor A drafted him. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not interested in Tony Snell. That's he's not what, starting for. He's not starting for my 30 man team. I think they run man. 60 team leagues in Dattooine or something. <laughs> They're pretty intense with the force and all. Man, could do a lot yeah. of mean things in a basketball league out there. Uh, all right. Yes, I think it's the first Star Wars joke we've made in quite some time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think I said okay. Anyways. Um, other story, this one was D'Angelo Russell finally looked decent. He did not play next to Spencer Dinwiddie, and, I mean, it is what it is. He made shots, seven turnovers. I, he's made some bad turnovers, man. I didn't watch this whole game, but a couple of them I saw were not good. So I'm still a little discouraged on Russell. And, like, obviously if you have him, you're not going to sell low. The best is yet to come since he's returned, clearly. But it's going to be a while, man. Like, I, if you need him for a couple weeks, don't count on it. I think he's going to take the pie until March to get going. Yeah, that's still not a good game he had last night. Yeah. 14 points and almost nothing else. Yeah. With one, seven turnovers. Hey, man, hor- one board. Horrible. Get, get one board. That's a horrible fantasy line, actually. Yeah, it really is. It was definitely a, a net negative. But, hey, he finally made shots, man. So give him credit for that. But Yeah. Yeah, it's, also, it's rough, dude. He looks he looks really rough. Marquise, we should mention Chris, too. Marquise Chris was brutal yesterday, 1-12. But I'm still really encouraged by Chris for a number of factors. Alex Lentz banged up. Dragon Bender flopped like Fosbury. There we go. And um, yeah, and Tyson Chandler's possibly going to sit. Although reports say he's not going to. But yeah, Chris has to be added everywhere. So yeah. By the way, speaking of Brooklyn, we've had nice things to say about Karis LeVert on this podcast when you and I have been on. But I'm I'm starting to sour on him, man. Yeah, percentages are bad. He turns the ball over. You know, from time to time, a lot, but it's mainly the percentages. I'm I'm down on him. He's droppable for sure. We kind of saw this coming with his his use was going to was going to get zapped with Russell returning. So yeah, if you want to make a move, like I think if you need, if three pointers fit your team, I'm down dropping him for Miller. Yeah, it's so. just even if even if Levert starts producing again, you know, counting stats, the percentages have been shaky for a long time. And it's yeah. not just field goal, it's free throws. It's it's a problem. Yeah. But Din, if Dinwiddie does get dealt, that, that that's jackpot. And it's possible. Yeah, you know, he's, not he's, he's not a must-drop. He's not a must-drop. Yeah, like if you're, drop, you're dropping him for someone who's going to get picked up in the next day. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. If, you feel like, if, if you feel pretty sure that the guy you're picking him up for is going to be available until his next game, then I wouldn't do it. Um, I guess it's good there. Um, Carroll's been great. Uh, Rondé got dinged up. Rondé had a groin injury. They're downplaying it. Look, he came back to the bench really fast, but he got ruled out because it's the Nets. So I'm expecting him to sit today against the Wolves. So I guess DFS side of that would be Quincy AC would benefit. Demari Carroll would benefit and play more four, um, which is going to be a little tougher in this matchup against Taj. So um, we'll see what's up with Jimmy Butler, how that shakes out. But uh, And also Jared Allen, too, my boy. He closed. So he's looking great. Uh, I like him a lot. Always have so. Always have. Always will. I wish I had, always will. Um, <laughs> other, I had a couple other quick notes. 
Uh, 76ers look pretty good. Justin Anderson played well, but they're kind of uh, nothing. There's really not going to be any pickup there just because their studs just take so many shots. Uh, you wrote about Robert Covington, though, right? Yeah, and then he, he went ahead and had a mediocre game. Of course. He had, been, yeah. he had been playing much better lately. So I think he's probably weathered this kind of ugly slump he was in for almost a month. He was brutal, man. He was brutal. He was really quietly very brutal. I mean, he was still getting... You know, some threes and steals, but just his, his scoring fell off. Before last night, he had uh, 13, 18, and 16 points in three straight games and, you know, started to get more assists and steals and blocks. So I think he's back, even though last night was a, a small setback. It was against the Spurs. Yeah, I'm looking something up here for Terrence Jones. I'm trying to see if anybody picked him up in Yahoo yet. So you can't stop thinking about him. I know, it's, it's, I know. It's, it's, I, I, it's, I, wanted, I wanted to take a second to look this up. And I don't see him. Uh, or let's see. I may have done that wrong. Let's see. No, I don't think it's Yahoo has pickups for like for today. Uh huh. And it goes down to four. <clears throat> so it's under four. Wow. People, people have picked him up today. Get in on the ground floor here. Yeah, let's like, go. that's like the most literal get on the ground floor. Let's start this movement. Yeah. Oh, I'm calling the Pelicans. I'm calling the Pelicans. Yeah, I bet you if you today. offered Jonas Terrence Jones for like someone like for Miles Turner, he probably would think about it. <laughs> Actually, don't do that at all. I'd be really pissed. That that would be that would be a bad idea for him. Maybe oh, he has Victor Oladipo. Maybe I'm gonna send over a little package deal here. <laughs> you may think about that one. All yeah. right. Uh, other, I don't have too many more notes. Uh, Willie Collie Stein bang, banged up, but their schedule kind of works out. He's gonna sit the next two, so that's gonna be a mess. You're gonna be really, it's gonna be really tough to target DFS here. Uh, Scal's banged up. He fought through that shoulder shoulder injury on Thursday, so I don't really think there's a great ad here, um, just because there's a decent chance that they wind up sitting either Zebo or Kufus and play Papianis. So, um, but like I was saying, they're so after these two games coming up. They're off for, I think, two or three more after that. So he has pretty much an entire week to get healthy. So that's good. But they call it a deep bone bruise. So a little concern there. Yeah, he's been balling too. He's yeah, do, he's, he's the only bit. really reliable guy on that team. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's quietly been really useful lately. All right, anything else you want to add? No, I'm curious to listen back to this and see what our FS, FS count is. Yeah. I'm going to set the over-under at 2.5, and I'm going to take the under. I, I think we... It's possible we had a clean sheet, but you never know when something like that just kind of sneaks in. I think we snuck one in during the Cousins time. It just, it's just because we said it so many times, and we were so <laughs> we agreed with each other so many times because we know everything. Getting, right, right, right. Like we had to drop an FS bomb. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, well, maybe one, but let's hope it's not more than that. Yep. Full, full steam ahead on checking for that FS. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you guys take care. Enjoy your Saturday seven games today. And thanks for coming on, Matt. All right, man. A pleasure. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. 
Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 